Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific 1 Eastern, and as always on Fridays, most of the time, we're joined by Jim Valley here today in studio. Jim, what do you got on here today? Well, in honor of the new Pacific Rim that's up for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com, Fumi Saito talks about stardom, talks about New Japan, Io Shirai, Kairi Sane, Kenny Omega, and the return of the Jumping Bomb Angels, and a lot more. In honor of that, I'm wearing our exclusive, I think there's only six of these in the world, the Pacific wow. Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast t-shirt featuring our model, our logo, and my secret crush, Bull Nakano. The return of the Jumping Bomb Angels. They did a whole uh, reunion session Q&A at, a, at Totocon, the famous store that Meltzer loves wow. in Tokyo. So, yeah, and they look amazingly the same. It's ridiculous. Well, we got a lot to get into here today, everybody. It is Friday, and so Jim's joining us. Mike Sempervivi is going to join us. And we'll take your phone calls here today. It's open line Fridays. I promise this would happen. So do your best, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. If you do not want to call, you can always send us a text message, 425-780-7566. My email, brian at wrestlingobserver.com. You can send emails, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Mike is at Sempervivi. And Jim Valley, believe it or not, is at Jim Valley on Twitter. We got a lot of news. The ratings for last night, NXT. Way up 16% from last week, and NXT down, and I'm going to tell you why I think that is in both cases. We'll get some thoughts from Jim on both shows. We got an announcement for Raw Monday. Yes, they're just trying to kill me, but that's okay. I'll just barrel on through. We got a lineup for SmackDown here tonight. And if you have any thoughts on the Wednesday Night Wars, you can give us those as well. So 1-800-878-7529 at Brian Alvarez, at Sempervivi, at Jim Valley. million ways to contact us. All of this on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. And back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. 
So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like who will be the first head coach to get fired or who will win the NBA MVP. Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com radio for more information. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Calling all motorheads. It's time to rise up and pay homage to the Freak Nation. Or just flip your fat radio on to Speed Freaks every Sunday night at 7 Pacific on the Sports Byline USA Network. Join me, Kenny Sargent, with Statman and Crash Gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports from IndyCar to NASCAR, the drags to Supercross, and a big-time rock and roll band from time to time. That's Speed Freaks, Sunday night to 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Jim Valley joining us. After a week in which NXT came its closest to beating AEW since the beginning of the Wednesday Night Wars, AEW Dynamite ratings up 16% from last week, averaging 957,000 viewers. Dynamite finished fifth for the night on cable in 18-49, .43 rating in that important category. Numbers up 22% from the previous week. NXT on USA down 8% in total viewers, averaging 750,000 viewers. At 18-49, they finished 22nd on the night with a .25 rating down 17% from last week. AEW beat NXT in every demo except for persons over 50 
which is the case most weeks. NXT had an edge, 0.23, uh, 0.35 to 0.29 in that demo. Dynamite strongest in males 18 to 49 with a 0.55 rating, almost doubling NXT. AW number, almost identical with where the show finished October 23rd. NXT audience has grown 8% from that date, likely the effects of the current angle involving NXT invasion of Raw and SmackDown leading into Survivor Series. So a couple of things. The AEW number was clearly helped by the fact that it was coming off a pay-per-view. There is such a thing as a pay-per-view bump. But, honestly, it was not helped that much because the show this week and the show last week opened at almost the same number. So, what happened last week was, I've talked about this before, NXT was coming off the NXT invasion of SmackDown, which was such, that SmackDown was such a great show. And the follow-up was not as good on Raw, but they did follow it up. And so, NXT had some momentum. And so, what they did was, they just did NXT. They did not announce that the OC was going to be there They did not announce that AJ Styles was going to be there. So what happened was NXT just opened as normal. And as everybody found out that they were going to be on the show, their audience started to grow about halfway through the show. And the AEW audience fell at that point during the show. There's not a giant crossover between AEW and NXT, but there is a crossover. When AEW went off the air this week, about 200,000 people switched to NXT for that last nine minutes. So if that had not happened, the NXT rating would have been around 730,000 and not 750,000. So the overrun bump helped them this week. So I think what happened was, last week, a bunch of people heard that the AC and OJ, or the OC and AJ, I wonder how it would do if OJ was on NXT. They figured out that they were going to wrestle in the main event, and so they all tuned in. And the NXT number grew, and the AEW number fell, and it was neck and neck. So, if I were NXT, and I saw that ratings pattern, I think it would be abundantly clear that on Raw this week, you need to announce, very likely there's going to be an invasion of NXT this week. Well, guess what they didn't do? They didn't announce it. And I had people last week telling me how stupid I was, for saying that they should have announced AJ in the OC. I had pr- people say, oh, it should have been a surprise. If they would have ruined the surprise, you would have been mad. Now that it's a surprise, people are going to tune into NXT expecting a surprise. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. They did not tune into NXT expecting a surprise. It was just a normal NXT number. So that hurt NXT this week, not announcing anybody. And what also hurt is on Raw Monday... Everybody that was listed as an NXT talent got beaten. And several of them got squashed. And so not announcing main roster talent and squashing and beating NXT talent on Raw, that led to NXT doing what they did here. And obviously, AEW benefited from a pay-per-view bump. AEW benefited from NXT not announcing main roster talent. AEW benefited from Chris Jericho. All of these things helped AEW. And they almost hit a million viewers again. And those are your numbers. So we'll start with you, Jim. Any commentary on any of this? I think your analysis is perfect. That said, at some point, the invasion angle is going to go away. 
or it's going to lose its momentum and people aren't going to care anymore because it's going to be commonplace. At some point when this comes to an end, you still have to have the talent stand on its own. That was an awesome show Wednesday. Both shows were amazing. And I think that if you look at the show, if you talk about NXT, I mean, Angel Garza is incredible. I think I love Leo Rush's new gear. He feels refreshed and he feels like he's found something that was kind of missing, I felt, from Leo Rush. Uh, The women's match was great. Keith Lee. You know, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter talk about it. Keith Lee has always been awesome. And sometimes people are critical of NXT saying, oh, that person could just go to the main roster. What's the big deal? You can find the camera. This is all pointless. They're just keeping people down or wasting time. This is a better Keith Lee. He has taken direction and whatever has happened. It's a collaboration. He's a better Keith Lee. And I love the fact that, you know, he's he's not thin and he's not trying to cover up his body and he looks great and he looks confident. Great promo. Uh, ditto Matthew Riddle. Uh, Io Shirai is amazing. Mia Yim, that was a star-making performance from Mia Yim. And I think, yes, NXT is on USA Network, but it still has to create stars of the future, and they're doing that. And I think that's the main purpose. Your analysis on ratings were exactly right, but at some point this is going to have to come to an end, and the talent is still going to have to draw on their yeah, own. Yeah, two weeks from now. Right. The talent is going to have to draw on their own, and I think putting a spotlight on just the talent to get people excited about that, there's a lot of cool things happening on NXT, and I just enjoyed it. Mike, any thoughts? No matter what they do with Survivor Series in two weeks, I'm still probably going to be pretty invested with what goes on on NXT, and I I may not like everything they do with people from NXT on Survivor Series and what would they do with those people on Raw and on SmackDown, but... Uh, again, I bet you it doesn't matter what the ratings are, no matter what they do on those other shows that sandwich the week. Uh, I'm still probably going to be pretty satisfied with NXT, and it's almost kind of painful to talk about ratings, and I know they're so important to WWE because of the word that they've started and everything, but Wednesday is still going to be the day that I look forward to, that's for sure. Well, here we go again. This person says these damn ratings are just not the same value as years ago because of streaming and Internet. I haven't seen anything telling me how Hulu does... And how many of them correlate with TV ratings? I myself have a live streaming way to watch on my phone that's totally free with no sub or anything. I only pay for internet at my house, Hulu, and WWE Network. I am tired of comparing 10 million so-called fans watching years ago to numbers now because there was only one way to watch then. TV ratings will continue to drop forever because it is a dead medium. Listen, I'm not going to read the rest of this. There's this thing where... People live their life, and they presume that the way I live my life is the way that everybody else lives their life. And it's not the case. I'm happy that you don't have a TV and that you stream on your phone, but there are over a 100 million people that are watching television. And I know that people like to think, oh, well, I watch on PlayStation View. It doesn't count. Oh, what about these streaming numbers? Virtually every single streaming service counts in the Nielsen ratings. If you're watching on Hulu Plus, if you're watching on YouTube TV, if you're watching on any of these mediums, you're being counted. And on top of that, the idea that ratings don't matter, if they don't matter to you, then they don't matter to you. But you know what? They're more important now than they have ever been. Because this, these ratings are what determines who gets television deals and who does not. 
And WWE is surviving today in part because of these gigantic television deals that they got because of their ratings. And AEW, when their deal with TNT is done, it will be time to negotiate for a new deal. And those negotiations will not be done based on Twitter or social media or anything of that nature. They will be done solely on television ratings. If the television ratings are good for AEW, they will get a new and more lucrative television deal. If they're not, they won't. If NXT ratings drop to 400,000, it doesn't matter whether you think that the ratings are important or not. The average in that time slot on USA Network is about 700,000 viewers. NXT is like right there at the average. If they do better, they'll get a better television deal. If they do 400,000, they will be canceled. And AEW will be alone on Wednesday nights. Ratings are more important than ever. Back in a moment, Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to 
determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Jim Valley, Mike Sempervivi, and Chris is on the line here. Chris, you're on the air. What's going on? Is that Jim Valley? That is Jim Valley. Hey, Brian, I have to say that I am so excited for the return of Open Line Fridays. Oh, yeah? When you when you ripped out those lines, like last month in the fit of rage, my first thought was, Daddy made a big mistake. Yeah, I know. Daddy did make a big mistake. All right, what's on your mind? That's it? All right. Nice call, dude. An excellent start to Open Line Fridays here. Hey, Brian. Yes. I want to get back to the ratings. Yes. And this all that? I yeah. think... I think what people don't understand is the well, he mon- wasn't wrong. Go ahead. Is the money aspect. <laughs> yes. And how much money like for the earnings, for example, WWE, successful YouTube channel. People talk lately about the whole Lana thing and how it's getting so many views on YouTube. In the quarterly reports, how much does WWE make on YouTube? Does it say? To the best of my knowledge, they make about three million dollars in a quarter. Okay. okay. For being on Fox television. How much is WWE getting for SmackDown? Well, let's see. It's a $2.3 billion television deal over five years. Okay. Okay, now here's my question. Which number is bigger, $3 million or the billions of dollars you just Well, the billions are, are much bigger, in fact. So, listen, I'm not the... Uh, we're going to have some fun here on the air, okay? So, $3 million, Correct me if I'm wrong here, everybody. $3 million times four is $12 million, Right? Yes. Okay. That's 12 million a year. 12 times 5, $60 million. Okay. So we're talking six, actually, it might be 3 million per year, but we'll just say it's 3 million per quarter. So we're talking 60 million for YouTube or 2.3 billion for television. Or 60 million for one show in Saudi Arabia. Or 60 million for one show in Saudi Arabia. So we got some business majors here that are telling me that these ratings that result in a $2.3 billion television deal over five years are not as important or are equally important as YouTube numbers that are going to make them $60 million over the course of five years. Mm. There was a commercial here at the beginning of the show about the education system in this country, and it has been made abundantly obvious that there might be a problem. Mm. Hey, uh, can I just note something, too, to our first friend who sent the text about, well, what about those people with Hulu? And and I will point out yes. to this person that uh, the owners of Hulu, do you guys know who they are? NBC Universal? Uh, yeah, Fox. Uh, in fact, uh, Fox has got a, or ABC's got a tidy little deal where you can actually now get Hulu and ESPN Plus and 
and one of their other properties together. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's a group of of networks that are helping to put this out there. And I have a feeling that they know exactly who's watching it, and they're keeping track of this sort of stuff just for their own advertising and other purposes in case people didn't know how that worked, as well as DVR ratings, that if you ever heard plus three or plus seven, yes, even if you watch the show seven days later, those people aren't as valuable, but they're still very valuable, and yes, they are checking on those people. All right, so in WWE's continued effort to kill me, the Raw Tag Team titles will be on the line on Monday's go-home show for Survivor Series. The Viking Raiders will defend their titles against Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Why, you ask? Well, Ryder and Hawkins defeated Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson and the Street Profits in a triple threat match at today's house show in Mannheim, Germany. I sure hope they show that on Raw, because the last time that Hawkins and Ryder won a match on Raw was April 29, 2019. They will be getting a championship match on Monday. Is it against Dash and Dawson? Whoever the champions. No, it's against the Viking Raiders. No, but who did the last win? Yes, it was over Dash and Dawson. Mm. April 29, 2019. Now, tonight on SmackDown, so we've got we've got the New Day versus the Revival in a rematch. We've got Shorty G and Ali versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode with SmackDown spots on the line. A Miz TV with Daniel Bryan, which I presume will be uh, the return of The Fiend to take out Daniel Bryan and The Miz. And then, just days after Lacey Evans was just placed on the SmackDown women's team for doing nothing, we have got the champion Bailey. Facing Nikki Cross, and the winner will be on Team SmackDown. Why is Bailey not just on the team? I mean, didn't Bailey show up on NXT and like kill everybody on Wednesday night? Now she has to fight Nikki Cross to get on the team after Lacey Evans was just added to the team. Well, a Nikki Cross who beats nobody. Yes. What's going on here? Besides the obvious, Bailey's only the champion. Mm. And not planning ahead whatsoever when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, that would be a good idea if they did that. They could get their ducks in a row and things would be easy and they can, I don't know. Well, let's follow up this news with Jaime. Jaime, you're on the air. What's up? I was going to ask you, hypothetically, if Filthy got a contract with uh, the WWE Performance Center, would you guys stop doing the review? There's absolutely no way he would be doing a show if he signed with Uh, WWE. Oh, and like another thing, uh, Mike, you were thinking of Disney. Disney owns ESPN, and also they have the package where you get Hulu, ESPN, and Disney Plus. Disney Plus is awesome. Yeah, Disney Plus is great. Thanks, Jaime. Hey, listen, Jaime. What's up with the uh, the letterboxing or the, uh, the the ratio when it comes to The Simpsons? It's, it's been really that annoying. way for years. They just want it consistent. Yeah. No, yeah, but I could, I could fix it at least when it was on FX, the streaming on FX. You could at least you know fix that. You can't do that yet with Disney. I love the idea that not only would Filthy be doing a show here if he signed with WWE, but he would be doing a show reviewing WWE. What? I can't wait for his Geeks of the Week. I want to see him uh, challenge CM Punk backstage, because they're still a long-lingering thing there. Hey, this person says, if CM Punk returns to the ring, I hope his first feud will be against Shane McMahon to determine who's the true best in the world. I'm sure that Shane McMahon stip's going to hold forever. He's... I'm sure Shane actually would love that. 
actually as well too. I and you know what? Tom probably would as well. And he might get some sneakers out of that deal. Oh, I'd forgotten about this. Mm-hmm. He says, no, Brian, Nikki is fighting for this spot. Bailey is in a three-way with the other women's champs. So Bailey Bailey is in a three-way, but she's fighting to get out of the three-way to be on the Survivor Series team? Because she's not doing both matches. We have we already have that established. That if you are in another match, or maybe that was just for war games. Ah, who cares? Who we cares? Drinking? Enjoy SmackDown, everybody. And I'm sure I'll talk about it tomorrow on Wrestling Observer Live. That's right. We 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Pacific. This person is on the line. Well, I mean, we'd be, I'd be happy to go for them. Ryan, you're on the line. What's going on? For Mike Sempervivi. Retraction yes. on Seth Rollins. Have you ever had to give a retraction? And what was the wrestler's uh, name? And what was the story? That can be there for Jim, you, or Mike Sempervini. <laughs> All right, thank you very much for the call. It's always worth it for him to call you Mike Sempervini. <laughs> I'm doing a retraction on these phones so you can be back on the air, Ryan. How about that? This whole show. You know, one time I, when I was at the news radio station here in Seattle, I started my shift, and I don't even remember what it was. But we got some story wrong. They, someone made a mistake, and they were leaving for the day, and I was coming in, so I had to go on the air and read in a, read the uh, the uh, um, the uh, the uh, the apology for yes. for a story that I had nothing to do with. And uh, everybody at the desk was giving me a hard time for a while. I had a desk plate that said "official apologist of the radio station." Mm. Was was Dave Ross with Chip Talk there at the time? Dave Ross is awesome, by the way. I'm trying to think of, I feel like I did a retraction like a week ago. I can't even remember what it was. It was, it was somewhat. Well, I thought you were never wrong. How could you retract anything? Remember that is an that internet. Challenge. That is an internet rumor propagated by idiots. Mm-hmm. I've been wrong countless times. You said it on this show multiple times and challenged you to, to, to for anybody to. Tell well, you yeah, I mean that's wrong. something different though. And then re- didn't read text. Speaking of wrong, do you want to talk about Aaron Stevens? Yeah, and sure. NWA power. Hey, listen. Here's my only. Well. You have more problems with Aaron Stevens than I do, clearly. But, but, I watch that NWA show, and I love it. And I do not want my child watching wrestling. But I watch that show, and I think, you know what? If Paisley and I were going to sit down and watch a wrestling show, that would be one that I could watch with her. Absolutely. It's it's a fun family show. Like Fast. there's there's a lot of swearing on AEW. Like I don't want her anywhere near the main roster, but like I could ever I could ever sit down and watch NWA. Then Aaron Stevens comes out. This guy's wearing like a Robin Hood top. He's got no pants on, and he's wearing flesh colored. I guess it would be trunks. They're the short ones. The Wagons. tights are the long ones. The trunks are the short ones, and his package is sticking out of his. Robin Hood outfit. I was like, what is this guy wearing? This is this is unacceptable. I can't watch this. It was bad enough the week before when he wrestled in flesh-colored trunks. I was like, you know, this is this is wrong, but like, you know, I can still tell he's wearing trunks. His bulge sticking out of that Robin Hood shirt, this Rocket. is just too much for me. I just think he's clearly an Andy Kaufman fan and trying to cha- uh, channel Andy Kaufman. I do hate the outfit. Oh, it looks like he got the last deal at the Spirit Halloween store before it closed up for the session. <laughs> it just It's an old actor trope. It's like if you want to be a new actor, he should be dressing like one of the Chris's or something like that. Well, but, I mean, his gimmick is he's related to Shakespeare. But, but still. 
It's just, I don't want your package hanging out. You know, I'm shaking his spear at you. You know what it reminds me of, too? It's like everyone's been to that indie show where you have the manager that has so much money that all he can afford to wear is a pair of khakis and a button-up shirt. In this environment, you've got to have a sense of reality, and he just takes that reality away, and I think it makes the show look cheap. I like him. He did great stuff in WWE. He needs to retool this. This isn't working. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Want to pee easier? Listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more, ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS, developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800 769 8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises. Hi, my name is Paul. And I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night. Prostavive LS does not require a prescription, and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800 769 8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800 769 8155. Take advantage of Black Friday deals going on now at Lowe's. You'll find savings throughout the store to help you get your home ready in time for the holidays. Like up to 40% off select appliance special values, including a Whirlpool fingerprint-resistant stainless steel electric range with frozen bake technology for $125 less, now $674. Plus, get up to 40% off washers, dryers, refrigerators, and more. Whatever updates you need to make this holiday season, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 12.5 U.S. only. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. At Aaron's, we love the holiday spirit. The kindness, the giving, the sharing. For us, that spirit has no season. It's always there, and those doing good all year round. That's why we approve good people other stores won't. Your credit isn't the best? Okay. Need more time to pay? Let's work it out. Want flexible payment options? Sure. Lease to own top brands. Delivery is free. Because good people always deserve better. Aaron's Easy, beautiful, affordable. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
Well, I've got like 45 emails about this. Bailey is in the Triple Threat Women's Match at Survivor Series. That's why she's not on Team SmackDown. Her match with Nikki Cross is a match where if Nikki wins, she gets the spot. If she loses, it's still vacant. Why isn't Nikki just in the match? She shouldn't be. She's lost to everybody. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Lacey. Lacey well, just got put get, in the match. Hey, Lacey was in the title shot then. Lacey was in the most important match ever in the history of ever. So she ever. deserves to be in that. No, Brian. If Bailey wins, nothing happens. She's already in the three-way. If Nikki only wins, she gets added to the SmackDown team. Dude, I don't care. I'm so over this main roster. I do not care. This person says, forget Aaron Stevens. Trevor, Trevor Murdoch quickly becoming my favorite part of NWA Power. Hey, he's great. Yeah. He is great. You know who's also great on that show? Cole Cabana. That was a really great promo. What a great promo cut. that guy cut. Oh, right? He can God. be serious. That's awesome. And this is for all the old people out there that, you know, maybe have gotten WTBS on their big massive satellite dish back in the day. But I, Dave Marquez, I don't know if he has intentionally studied. I mean, he just comes across it for anybody that saw those old shows. You know, there, there was Gordon Soley and then there was Freddie Miller who did the ring announcing. He would do the voiceover work, you know, as the scroll would play. Be there. That guy. He, he is a doppelganger of, of of Freddie Miller on that show. It is absolutely amazing. And I know Billy Corgan was a big fan of that show growing up, and I don't know if he directed him to do it. And obviously Dave Marquez has been in this business for a long time and done a lot of great stuff over with CWF Hollywood. But I get such a kick out of him. Just that little bit role that he plays on that show helps to make it. I know a lot of people are nostalgic for NWA Power, and that's great. And I loved those studio shows, you know, Crockett and stuff. But, you know, Brian, you and Vinny did a – a million reviews on those shows. Yes. Those shows are pretty boring. Going back and watching them, they are kind of boring. You get some good promos. Every blue moon, you get an angle or a decent match. But by and large, You're selling the house show. this show, NWA Power, is much better and much more exciting and something to look forward to each week much more than those old NWA Crockett shows were. That's the, important to point out. Sorry, Brian, just because there's no downtime on that show. And because of being able to do things that they can do in post, if they have something that's going to linger, it I mean, you could drop it like that, whereas back in the day you didn't do that. You went live to tape or, or you were live and you were pretty much stuck. I think that's been one big plus at NWA Power is they don't have a chance to screw anything up. They're able to clean it up before you get it. The NWA workers in the 80s were way better, and the yeah. best promos were way better. But, my God, some of those squash matches, I'm like, get this thing over with. It's fun that's to make insane. fun of the jobbers and everything like that, but... There were some very boring moments that we do not get on NWA Power. But also, I will say this. You watch those old NWA shows, and the longer shows are the boring shows. The shorter shows are a little more similar to NWA Power because the one-hour shows was like the one-hour NWA Power. Like the squash match went 10 seconds, we go to the promo. Squash match goes 30 seconds, we go to the promo. When those shows were 90 minutes or two hours or whatever... I mean, dude, they got in there, and I'm like, the Midnight Express have been beating on this geek for like 15 minutes. And I love Bobby Eaton, but dude, can we move on now? Brian would have been the only guy back in the day begging for Atlanta Braves baseball to come on and cut that show down <laughs> to, to a little bit. And, you know, I know there's a lot of question right now with what's going on with Filthy Tom Waller, and it's not me to speculate or anything like that, but I would really love to see him show up in the NWA and do to a job or what Ronnie Garvin used to do on a weekly basis to those poor men. Hey, listen, 
Watch someone tell me that she's already on in the in the match. But as somebody notes here, yes, Lacey Evans was in the most important match in women's wrestling history or whatever. She lost. She just gets put on the team. Where's where is Natalia? Is Natalia on the Survivor Series team? I don't think so. I haven't heard that. Shouldn't Natalia be on the team? She won the Saudi Arabia match. She made Asuka submit, which led, by the way, to her not getting a championship match, which led to Becky getting in her spot, losing the championship match, which is going to lead to Becky getting another championship match at TLC. What? Maybe she'll chase Ryan. I hate this show. First says, you're spot on, Brian. They made Imperium lose their main roster debut clean at the hands of Seth Rollins, of all people, and squashed beloved babyfaces Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Well, you're right. That's what happened. Think about this. They're going to go to Survivor Series. Anybody think that NXT is going to win all the matches? I mean, how many matches do you guys think NXT is going to win over the main roster? So if they lose all those matches, I don't know if they are, but, I mean, if they do... I mean, you think that's going to boost the viewership for NXT on Wednesdays if they're the losing brand? It's going to be curious if that does affect ratings. I mean, we already saw this week. I mean, on Raw, it's like they listen. Whether you know, whether you know who Flash Morgan Webster and and Imperium, whether you know who any of those guys are, the fact is, on Monday Night Raw, they build all of them as NXT or NXT UK talents, and they beat and or squashed every single one of them. And the NXT rating was down, coming off a week where they did a really, really good number with AJ and the OC. So that means that, like, if you look at the numbers for the end of NXT last week, those people didn't come back. They did not come back to see if anybody was going to show up as a surprise. I think Walter is awesome, and I'm he's the star of Imperium. But at the same time, isn't it my understanding that he just wants to stay in Europe and have his life? Yes. So what's the point of giving him any sort of major victory if you can't fully monetize it? Well, that's, I guess that's what happened. I mean, at least he didn't beat him, thank God. First says, dude, not one member has been unveiled for the Raw Women's Survivor Series team. Yeah. Not one. Same with the NXT men's team. We have one week left. That's right. That's what's happening. No members. I just cannot wait for a team No Way Jose to uh, be led to victory at the pay-per-view. It's going to be very exciting. This person says, PW Insider is reporting all four members of Undisputed Era are backstage at SmackDown. Man, you'd think that WWE would want to announce something like that, especially since we learned on Wednesday that not announcing it does not lead to people watching to find out if they're going to be there. You know, at least no, do but... some guerrilla marketing. I'm sorry, Jim, but at least do some guerrilla marketing. Do something where even if you don't announce the specific person that's beyond, leave clues. Do something. Try to build something up and do it across all your platforms, not just, you know, your limited Twitter feed or whatever it would be. Just try to get it out there to at least drum up some interest and possibly you, you never know what's going to happen, which was the reason that the Attitude Era ended up becoming so successful. And people took that to do some ridiculous, stupid things sometimes, and that wasn't the point. The point was you, 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 you had to tune in because you didn't know what was going to happen. And not only that, you wanted to tune in. Not yeah, only you had to, you wanted to. What really has the Undisputed Era, other than Adam Cole, done on WWE TV? Tune in tonight to SmackDown to see, once again, 
Undisputed Era stand in a line on the apron and stare at someone in the ring. This person here says, I love the Survivor Series card. There are matches on the card that have the potential to be really great. Triple threat tag title matches, in my opinion, can really steal the show. With that said, I wish WWE would add some kind of stakes to both the five-on-five combination matches. Maybe the winning brand can get the last five entries in the Rumble. Maybe the winning team can main event Mania. Seems like there's multiple man matches on Raw and SmackDown every week. My friend, listen. If you want logic and storylines, stop watching the main roster of WWE. Last year at Survivor Series, they had done an angle at the previous Saudi show, if I recall correctly, where Shane McMahon told the guys on his team that if they didn't win, he was going to, like, fire all of them. Shane McMahon was in charge of SmackDown, and he was, like, he was demanding SmackDown win They go to Survivor Series, and SmackDown lost every single solitary match. And at the time, they were going to do an angle based off that. But between Survivor Series and Tuesday Night SmackDown, anybody want to do the math how many days that was? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Three days it took for them to totally drop everything. As a viewer, I watch Survivor Series. I watch SmackDown lose every single match. Give me something on Tuesday. Instead, the show starts on Tuesday, and they just they just did a show. And then I had all these people going, oh, well, there was something on Tuesday, like viewership might be down or something. I can't remember what it was. But then people were like, oh, well, you know, next week on SmackDown. Next week they're going to they're gonna follow up on this. Don't worry. Next week came nothing. And there was never anything. So they can't even get the members of these elimination matches figured out. We're a week away. We have no Raw women's team. We have no SmackDown men's or NXT men's team, whatever. We have nothing. Zero a week away. So if you think that they can come up with some sort of idea that they're going to follow up on leading into the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, I mean... Give up, dude. It ain't gonna happen. I'm not even I'm not even saying you're wrong. Like, you know how many times I've said, you know, there's no stakes for this match. Here's an easy stake. Oh, they don't do it. They never do it. So it's not that you're wrong, it's just that it's not gonna happen. Why even bother thinking about it? Or they could dig a trophy out of the archives and just stick a new label on it. Yeah, you're right. Hundred percent right. The planning it either is not there or they never follow through on it. And even if there were stipulations, what faith do we have fans? What faith do we have that they're going to follow through or that these will even be remembered or important two weeks from now? Just annoying. You know, it's Starcade season from back in the day, but, you know, it didn't even have to go back that far. You know, these things would be laid out three, six months in advance. You had a path. You knew where you were going. And it made sense. And they just do everything so slapdash. And it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And you look at some of the screw-ups that they have and, and that they go through and these headaches that they, they book themselves into. And it's just it, – it doesn't have to be that way. And that's the most frustrating part of the whole thing. It just doesn't have to be that way. But yet it is because of the filter that it goes through. <sighs> what else do we have here? I find the financial facets of AEW and New Japan American expansion to be fascinating. How much do gate receipts play into these two turning a profit? 
Is AEW missing out running the Great Lakes cities rather than some of the other destinations they are targeting? Well, AEW... AEW is choosing where they run based on a number of factors. And all you can do is the best you can. Like, one of their absolute best television markets... They do sky-high ratings in Charlotte. So they chose to run a show in Charlotte, and it didn't do very well. So all you can do is the best you can. AEW's very likely to turn a profit in the next couple of years. They have a talent budget. The amount of money they're getting for television is probably very close to covering that budget. They're running pay-per-views four times a year that look to be doing about 100,000 buys at $59. So we're talking, uh, let's see here. If the show is 50 bucks, they're making probably $25 per show times 100,000 buys. I mean, you're looking at $2.5 million four times a year. That's $10 million right there on pay-per-view. They're, they're not... There's no, like, money drain like we have in WWE where they're running house shows that are losing $3 million per quarter. I mean, they very easily could turn a profit soon. They're they're doing four to 6,000 tickets per, per television show. So, I mean, very soon they're going to be a profitable company. New Japan, American Expansion, I have no idea how they could be a profitable country, uh, company. It's just, that's baffling to me. But we're out of time. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. MoneyNow100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. 
Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. 800 That's 800-847-1183. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Very quickly, this person notes that if Bailey loses tonight and Nikki gets a spot, Bailey is lost going into the three-way. Jim, you're on the air. What's going on? The other Jim. Yes. Uh, uh, you all hear that they've got a new uh, stardom, uh, world stardom champion, Mayu Awatani? I have heard that, as has Jim, the other Jim. I just well, I was just wondering, I wonder if we could get the Crush Girls to come out of retirement and wrestle the Kevin Bomb Angels. <laughs> well, Jim, what do you think? I want to thank you very much for the call. The Crush you know, Gals coming out to wrestle the Jumping Bomb Angels. You know, they look physically great, but I think they've all moved on. Um, you know, one of the uh, Jumping Bomb Angels lives in New York, and when Fumi and I were there for WrestleMania uh, this past spring, you know, Fumi's phone was just blowing up with people, and it was really funny. He's like, who's calling me right now? Or who's texting me? Oh, uh, one of the jumping bomb angels. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. They're back, everybody. And we are out of time. But tomorrow, Jim will be back. 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, Wrestling Observer Live. SmackDown, obviously. Anything else? What do you got on the docket? You know, I think what we're looking forward to right now is SmackDown, see where that goes, build the Survivor Series. And maybe I have some other thoughts on world titles, on uh, AEW NXT, we'll, we'll see what uh, percolates overnight. It's kind of hard to decide when SmackDown could really be kind of the, the top topic, so we'll figure that out. I don't have anything concrete yet, but we will Saturday. Be sure to tune in. Check it out, everybody. want to thank Mike, as always, Jim Valley, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We are out of time. Check out WrestlingObserver.com for more. All sorts of great stuff up there, and we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.